Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today we're talking about a suite of nutrients that are of importance to support healthy aging and to combat age-related oxidative stress and to support mitochondrial health. You know, there's the antioxidant theory of aging is that uh, free radicals uh, attack our cells and damage them over time. And then there's uh, the mitochondrial theory of aging, which means that our, in effect, our batteries wear out. Uh, mitochondria are the energy-producing organelles within our cells. And so this uh, suite of nutrients, uh, PQQ, glutathione, and alpha-lipoic acid are part of the solution with us today. Neil Levin, who is uh, a product formulator and an educator uh, for Now Foods, also makers of protocol for life balance products that are available to you on Fullscript via drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about PQQ. We talked about uh, glutathione. I want to circle back a little on the subject of glutathione, but let's uh, talk about the third member of the triad, which is alpha lipoic acid. Uh, my first uh, exposure to alpha lipoic acid was from a guy named uh, Bert Berkson, who you may be familiar with. Uh, he's a guy who uh, developed a protocol for people who were uh, having severe liver failure due, due to consumption of uh, death cap mushroom or angel's cap mushroom or a, whatever, death angel mushroom, some very toxic mushroom that sometimes people mistakenly gather when they're uh, mushroom foraging. And it literally can kill you, but it kills you by uh, destroying your liver cells. And his protocol included uh, alpha lipoic acid. So that was when I first heard about alpha lipoic acid. Tell us about that nutrient. Yeah, I've known Dr. Bert Berkson, who's from Chicago, by the way, okay. for about 30 years. Uh, and he told me when he was uh, an intern, basically. Yeah. I think it was in Philadelphia at the time. Mm -hmm. He was assigned to record the vitals of patients that were in intensive care expected to die within a week from liver Essentially, failure. he was supposed to preside over their deaths. You know, it's like here, intern, you know, you're low man on the totem pole. Just, you know, record this because we, you know, there's nothing we can do for these people. Uh, but uh, we need to, re you know, have good medical records. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so what he told me was uh, he had a, a school chum who worked at NIH, National Institutes of Health, and they they knew about this substance they'd read about uh, that was 
behind the Iron Curtain at the time from Czechoslovakia or someplace like that, where they, they actually got a sample of this alpha lipoic acid and looked at, you know, looked at the research. He got the patients and their families to sign off on trying this yeah. as a last resort, and they started walking out of the hospital instead of dying. Wow. Which, of course, resulted in him getting a very severe lecture, almost losing his job. <laughs> Except that the patients and their families supported him. We'd be dead without this guy. You can't fire him. You right. know. Right. So, so somehow he kept his so job. So that's, that's how they reward MD initiative and, you know. in, in, in medical training sometimes, <laughs> right? You, like, you depart from the protocol. It's like, you know, they died, but they died according to the rules. You know, okay. Yeah, because he didn't get the institutional approval, which would have taken weeks. Yeah, and these people didn't have that kind of time. Right. So you know that I mean he, he was a he's a very caring person. As far as I know, he's he's still alive in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. But uh, alpha lipoic acid was an interesting thing because it's fat soluble, but it works on both fat and water mm -hmm. uh, tissues and cells to act as an antioxidant, so it's been dubbed the universal antioxidant. Mm -hmm. What's interesting about that is the FDA has a regulation, you cannot call it an antioxidant. Mm -hmm. Only vitamins and minerals can be called antioxidants on labels, hmm. no matter what they're called in the medical and scientific literature. Mm, okay. So we have to call it a free radical fighter or something like that, not an antioxidant. If you look it up in, in medical journals, it is the universal antioxidant in that uh, area where you're looking at. It regulates oxidative stress in the cells. It's in the mitochondria. It's the coenzyme to make pyruvate and alpha-ketoglutarate enzymes that are important energy producers for ATP. It recycles oxidized glutathione and vitamin C and vitamin E because uh, when they get their antioxidants are actually electron donors they they sense this chain reaction almost an electrical electrical pulse mm -hmm. moving through cells tearing apart cells and they actually stop that reaction by donating an extra electron. Mm -hmm. They themselves become oxidized at that point. Oh. They could be recycled or the, the, the actual terms reduced back to an antioxidant using things like alpha lipoic acid. Uh -huh. So it, it helps with age-associated decline in mitochondrial enzymes, affect the energy of the cells, and lowers the risk of oxidative damage from aging process in the cells. So... Uh one, well, you mentioned that one of the properties of alpha lipoic acid, it's both uh, water-soluble and fat-soluble. It has that duality. And one of the reasons I like alpha lipoic acid is because of something called the blood-brain barrier. And sometimes, and this is a problem for pharmaceutical drugs as well as supplements, sometimes supplements work well in the body, but they don't get to the brain because they don't have the ability to traverse the blood-brain barrier. But things that are that have that fat-soluble characteristic are able to traverse the blood-brain barrier, get to the brain and do their work where it really counts when we're talking about neurodegenerative disease or protecting the neurons, uh, you know, which is a, a major concern when we're talking about anti-aging. Yeah, the blood-brain barrier does not like certain things. Uh, for example, uh, curcumin from turmeric. Mm -hmm. If Once it's been processed by the liver 
glucuronidated is the term, it can't pass the blood-brain barrier. This liver detox makes substances that the blood-brain barrier will reject. And many of the things that the, that barrier will keep out are water-soluble. The brain is mostly fat. So water-soluble things are suspicious. Fat-soluble things, much less so. So alpha-lipoic acid will more readily cross the blood-brain barrier. Oxidized vitamin C cannot, but reduced antioxidant form vitamin C can pass the blood-brain barrier. So the brain protects itself against oxidation. It protects itself against water-soluble compounds in general and things that the liver has processed that are targeted for elimination. They might be circulating on the way out, but it's still something that blood-brain barrier will try to identify and reject. Mm -hmm. And then it's sort of a natural protective uh, process because uh, by tagging these compounds with, in your terms, uh, glucuronidation or various ways of conjugating these compounds, uh, it protects the brain from toxins, right? So the brain sees some things and they say, you know, yeah, this may, this may be good or may not be. Uh, we're not sure. We're just going to tag it and eliminate it. But alpha-lipoic acid has the ability to surmount that uh, safeguard, right, and get to uh, the site where it's most important for it to act. Uh, definitely, and it all it, just like PQQ it can also enter cells through the cell membrane more readily, and act within the cell. So alpha lipoic acid can get in the cell and protect the mitochondria. Uh, it's, it's been shown in animal studies to protect heart mitochondria against aging effects, uh, to support healthy aging as well. So. Uh Specific studies on alpha-lipoic acid relate to liver protection, brain protection. What are some of the clinicals that support its use? Yeah, also uh, blood sugar. Oh, okay, uh, for sure. In, yes, I forgot about that. That's yeah. very important. It has a role in insulin sensitivity, the ability of insulin to move sugar out of the bloodstream so that you're not piling it up there. Mm -hmm. Also... Oxidative stress is related to damage from high blood sugar. Mm -hmm. So it's ideal so it for diabetics. Nerves. It's ideal for diabetics, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's another thing is I think there's a considerable amount of literature that shows that high-dose alpha-lipoic acid can be helpful for uh, neuropathies. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, there's some studies on alpha-lipoic acid and burning mouth syndrome, which is a nerve problem. You know, just this problem where people just experience a lot of pain in their mouth and there's nothing that can be found. They don't have, uh, you know, a, a yeast infection in their mouth, uh, some inflammatory condition. Uh, it's just a nerve thing. And alpha-lipoic acid can relieve that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like uh, diabetic retinopathy and neuropathies are, are classical oxidative damage. So you know, look at the mechanisms of how these tissues are, are being damaged. So having a universal antioxidant kind of makes sense to protect them, and there is some evidence that there's benefits in maintaining healthy, normal cells in the retina, in, in the nerves, by using alpha-lipoic acid. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share a vital message with you. Here goes. 
Here's some exciting news from our friends at NT Factor. You've heard me talk for years about the natural energy-producing benefits and anti-aging effects of NT Factor's line of nutritional supplements. Well, now those same benefits are available for your pets. Introducing NT Factor Pet Power. It's the first formula to restore the structure and function of cellular membranes in animals increasing vigor and vitality. By adding NT Factor Pet Power to their food, research has shown that energy loss and other age-related changes in animals were reduced and are delayed after only eight weeks of daily use. Now your pets can benefit from the same clinically proven formula I use and prescribe to my patients to repair damaged cells and improve your body's natural energy production. Clinical trials have shown that NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half and it also reduces some of the side effects of aging. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. You can get the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas, including the all-new Pet Power, by calling 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to today's guest, Neil Levin. And here's another application, and, and we're seeing this recently, is a lot of people have, uh, in the wake of COVID, they lose their taste and smell. They don't just have temporary uh, taste and smell loss, but it's it's devastating because uh, they it, uh, COVID affects their olfactory nerves, which impacts uh, the sensation of taste, but also renders them more susceptible to, uh, you know, if there's a gas leak, they're in trouble because they, they're not going to sense it. So... Uh, we're giving those patients uh, relatively high doses of alpha-lipoic acid because we're talking about nerve repair. It's the olfactory nerve. Same thing with some uh, hearing-related problems. Uh, my bet is that uh, patients who have sudden-onset hearing loss, I mean, they give them steroids, but they might also benefit from uh, alpha-lipoic acid. Yeah, that would be protective. Uh, the actual nerve coating tends to depend on having uh, lecithin and, and those phospholipid compounds, as well as DHA, which is people would know from algae or fish oil supplements. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are very important as well. So I, I would tend to include those in any protocol for nerves. So let's come back for a moment to uh, glutathione because, you know, uh, depending on uh, what products a company manufactures, they're always touting that this or that or the other form of glutathione is more. And the buzzword is bioavailable. It gets absorbed better. Uh, why in the uh, Protocol for Life Balance uh, product lineup did you select a certain form of glutathione as your offering? Well, there, there's two fairly well-known name brands of glutathione, and, and we've carried both in the past. One is Cetria, and one is Cogen. Cogen's actually owned by Mitsubishi, mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't re realize doesn't just make uh, wow. electronics or things like that. Uh, they manufacture cars. They manufacture uh, pharmaceutical ingredients. They make foods. Uh, the Actually, the, the ageless packets that we use as an antioxidant packet in some of our supplement bottles is actually manufactured by them, too. Wow. And it, it, it was pioneered in electronics to stop them from oxidizing. But we use it because it's, it's got a food-grade material in there. Uh, it actually absorbs uh, – it's got a food-grade iron in there, actually, in the packet that absorbs the oxygen yeah. in a bottle. And yeah. one packet can absorb, I think, a 600cc bottle 
all the oxygen in there so that we can extend the shelf life of our products by keeping all the oxygen out. Okay, so that's interesting because if glutathione sits for too long, uh, it might uh, be less efficacious. And so the packaging, even the packaging is important. Yeah, we do stability studies to make sure we can give the the maximum shelf life uh, to people. So we're using the cogent these days because although Cetria claims to be non-GMO, we have indications that it's fermented using a genetically engineered organism. Okay. And while technically the raw material is not GMO, doesn't contain GMOs, we don't even want a GMO used in the process. Mm -hmm. So... Now, is there something about liposomal technology, you know, nano packets of glutathione that enables it to be absorbed better? I've, I've heard that that's one of the ways to amp up its effects. Well, that's likely, but we, we're not uh, interested in having nanotechnology because that changes the molecular size beyond what simple grinding would do, you know, okay. particle size. Okay. And it, it changes the structure and... You don't know how it's going to absorb, what it's going to do. Is it going to leave the body or do what normal glutathione does? It's basically a new substance when you make a nano product. And it's not natural. So we don't want to go there. Okay. Uh, We have not seen enough information on the uh, phytosome or liposomal forms to say there's an advantage there because the cogent material we're using has bioavailability studies, as does the cetria. Right. So, so you've demonstrated uh, that the material you use uh, is taken up by the body, gets to the cells, gets to where it needs to uh, exert its protective effect. Uh, so what are we talking about with the glutathione dosing? Do you have to use like large amounts to, to get an effective boost in your glutathione? Well, typically people are doing hundreds of milligrams of it. It's, it's not something that... Uh, you're doing a tiny dose of. Mm-hmm. Uh, one reason why a lot of people use the N-acetylcysteine is because it is more readily absorbed, mm-hmm. and it's the limiting factor in making not not only glutathione but alpha lipoic acid in the body. So again, would you urge a like a dual approach in boosting glutathione by taking say 500 uh, milligrams of NAC a couple of times a day and then taking some additional glutathione. So you're kind of hitting it from, from two sides. Well, someone who's got a severe energy deficit for whatever reason would, would definitely benefit by hitting it from multiple angles. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, like you mentioned earlier, you don't know which metabolic things might be challenged or reduced mm-hmm. in an individual. And is it possible, uh, you know, since this stuff gets recycled all the time, to utilize companion antioxidants, to use alpha-lipoic acid, to use vitamin C, some of the more traditional antioxidants, uh, so that you can maintain your body's uh, endogenous production of glutathione? Because the body does have the capacity to produce it. Some people are more limited in their ability to make glutathione. Oh, definitely. Like alpha-lipoic acid transports glucose into the cell for the Krebs cycle to make an ATP, the energy molecule. It encourages more ATP. It recycles oxidized vitamin C, vitamin E, and glutathione while protecting nerve cells. Okay. So people are going to go to Fullscript 
uh, via drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. And what are they going to find there in terms of products that incorporate PQQ, glutathione, and alpha lipoic acid? Can you sort that out? Yeah, we have a PQQ in both a 20 milligram with cofactors, acetyl L-carnitine, which is necessary to transport fats into the mitochondria. It's the only natural substance known to transport fats across the mitochondrial membrane. It's a shuttle. So we need that to burn fats. Mm -hmm. And uh, it also has some alpha-lipoic acid and some coenzyme Q10. So and so it's standalone or in that uh, triple formulation with the companion? Uh, that, the features. triple formulation is the uh, 20 milligrams. The 40 milligram is the standalone. Okay. So what about glutathione? Does it come in very, does it come in, in powders or in capsules or how does it uh, delivered? Well, glutathione is something that we have a 500 milligram, uh, which is, uh, it actually has some cofactors in there to help you make your own glutathione okay. as well. Okay. So that's a 500 milligram of, of glutathione per cap. It's in, it's in a, a V cap. And we've actually added alpha lipoic acid, 50 milligrams, and milk thistle extract, the silymarin, 100 milligrams. Okay. And it, it's important to note that one of the cofactors for uh, glutathione is selenium, right? So that would be something that people should take separately if they want to boost their glutathione. Yes, or it would be in a multivitamin. I, I, I often suggest people consider a multivitamin as the base of their mm -hmm. uh, protocol for their nutritional supplements and add to it. it you know, if pick one that, that makes sense with your diet and your lifestyle and everything else. I take a multivitamin and add 20 other pills to it. Right. But then I don't have to take a separate copper or selenium or, you know, things that are in a multi. It's quite a scene when we get together for dinner because we, you know, both put out like a whole, like a packet of vitamins and we're both like talking and swallowing and talking. It's one of the other, and we can't, there's so many that we can't swallow them all in one fell swoop. So, you know, we take you know, a partial handful and then, you know, eat some food and drink some something and then you know keep on talking but um you know i i could probably match you in a in a vitamin taking duel you know both <laughs> of us are taking quite a lot of things um probably okay. so and then the alpha lipoic acid now that is available as a standalone right yeah we have a 250 milligram and we have a 600 milligram right the 250 milligram is uh, of VCAP, it's a dry powdered form. The 600 milligram has the um, uh, black pepper extract, the bioperin. Bioperin, right. Added. Which yeah. enhances absorption, so, right. It enhances absorption. Uh, some people don't like it, but you know, on the high dose, we want to try to trigger more absorption. And uh, interestingly enough, although it's fat soluble, it seems to absorb better between meals. Oh, okay. Well, that's because it has a duality. It has the water-soluble uh, moiety. One end of the molecule is water-soluble, and the other end is fat-soluble. So it's got the best of both worlds. Yeah, 
it, it, it can actually bind the proteins because it's water soluble uh, nature, and which that food matrix blocks bioavailability. The whole point of digestion is to get rid of the food matrix and separate things into basic single cell or more, you know, more or less components that could be absorbed through the intestinal wall. So being attached to something else tends to interfere with digestion. If you, if you can't, if you don't have stomach acid, mm-hmm. you're not going to tear your vitamin B12 out of your food, for example, and mm-hmm. have it be bioavailable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, foods, it, foods are inherently something that need to be digested before you can access the nutrients within them. Mm-hmm. And that's a well-recognized scientific fact. Right. And, you know, people who take uh, acid blockers, for example, they can become B12 deficient, even if they're eating uh, foods that contain B12 because of that very fact. They're just not breaking down the protein that uh, is the matrix in which the B12 is delivered. Uh, so come back to alpha-lipoic acid. There's a little bit of a controversy around that because uh, some uh, makers, maybe in an effort to gain a competitive advantage, say, no, don't take alpha-lipoic acid. Take our alpha-lipoic acid, which is some said to be a, I don't know, a more bioavailable form of alpha-lipoic acid. Are you, do you believe in that? Because, you know, you tend to debunk some of these uh, claims. Yeah. Well, I, I take the, what's called racemic, the, uh, all the alpha-lipoic acid on the market is synthetic. Okay. There's R and there's the RS. Mm-hmm. And the RS is the synthetic, uh, is, is the one that's been on the market that, that Ber- Berkson has used, in all, and that's the one that's used in almost all the studies going back. Right. 30, 40 years. Right. Uh, our alpha-lipoic acid is the form actually made in the body. Right. And the, the one I'm taking, the RS or racemic form, is 50% R alpha-lipoic acid. Right. Uh, which, which is the natural form. So it's half as effective as taking the pure R form. Mm-hmm. But where it gets complicated, if you, there, there are patents on the R form. Yeah. That make them very expensive. Yeah. And when we looked at it, it was six, eight times the price. Right. To get a stabilized form. Right. When we were testing the ones, the generic R alpha lipoic acid products, they were not all R as they were claiming on the label oh. because they're not stabilized. They, they can't use the patent method to stabilize it. So within weeks or months, they revert to that 50-50 because oh, they're all synthesized. Okay. So there has to be a method of stabilizing it. it you, you make it where it's mostly our form, but it's synthetic. They do the same thing with carnitine. We have the Carnipure product, which is synthesized, but it's all R. It's not the... I mean, I'm sorry, it's all the... Um, it's it's bo- racemic. It's, it's both. It's, it's, the, it's both. Yeah. Both yeah, types. It, it's all the L-carnitine and not the DL-carnitine, the 50-50. Okay. So they've made it where it does not revert to that 50-50, which synthesized things tend to do. Oh. And in the same way, there's people who did that with the alpha-lipoic acid. they maintaining the R, but it, it's double the potency. It's slightly better absorption because it's in a solubilized form. Mm-hmm. But you're paying... Six eight times the price for four to six times the at most of of the potency. Okay, I don't see an advantage there when I'm taking the form that's used in studies. Remember, you cannot 
make claims on a different form that was than was used in the study. Right. So the racemic form is the one that's been studied the most. And it works fine. Even though it's not the form made in the body. Right. So to use the claims, you have to use the same form. Right. So I'm happy taking my 250 milligrams of alpha lipoic acid a day in the racemic form that not all are. And if I wanted to take the all R form, I'd be looking for the patented material that's several times the price mm-hmm. and might give two, three times the mm-hmm. the benefit. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a trend among supplement manufacturers, and I think uh, you're probably wary of that, which is to say, hey, you know, a bunch of companies are making this or that or the other thing. It's kind of generic. Let's tweak it and make it a little bit esoteric and create a claim that this is somehow better, more bioavailable, and will charge more. And so, uh, you know, sometimes those claims don't really stand up when you drill down and evaluate them. Yeah, I mean, I've seen companies do time release or uh, uh, liposomal on substances that have good bioavailability. Anyway, right. And... Yes, and in my opinion, they're invalidating the, the bioavailability studies. They need to redo their own yeah. if they're changing the mechanism of absorption. Right, but they want to use the buzzwords, you know, like liposomal and, you know, whatever. Yeah, Right. got it. All right, okay, good rundown. So, uh, once again, our call to action, these products are available to you on Fullscript via drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's your entry point to Fullscript which is our online uh, supplement pharmacy. And uh, you can check out some of these products there. Also, can you get out the website for Protocol for Life Balance or for Now Foods? Yeah, Protocol for Life Balance is at protocolforlife.com. Okay. And, and then, Now Foods is at nowfoods.com. And, you know, you're restricted in making, you know, audacious claims about, you know, treating various diseases with supplements, but is there information about the supplements and, you know, some of the stuff that you've discussed there? Well, we do have tech sheets on the Protocol for Life site that gives more information about most of the products that does not exist on the Now Food site. Okay. So, you know, we do have webinars or other articles on the Now Food site, but for the, you know, prof- medical professional like you, Uh, your patients are going to get more information on the products that are in the Protocol for Life Balance line on the protocolforlife.com webpage. Okay. And uh, for the health professionals who are listening, because we have quite a few uh, practitioners, uh, do you have in-services? Because a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, this guy sounds pretty sensible. Can I get, you know, more information? Do you do webinars or do you have any, do you have like a, uh, a, a, some video files that people can access? Yeah, there are a bunch of webinars on the Now Foods webpage, so uh, you can access those. Uh, Some of them are ones I've done, by the way. So, uh, I mean, I do some interesting ones that are pretty basic. Uh, But if you look up the uh, nowfoods.com and there's a, you know, not products but healthy living drop-down, and that has webinars and presentations. What's the most unusual place that you're uh, flying off to to speak at this year? Well, I'm actually next week doing a remote uh, to North Macedonia for a medical conference. <laughs> wow. And 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 I I did I did show up there 3 or 4 years ago and you know, they got 150 200 internists wow. to attend my lecture. 
Amazing. Okay. I did two in Dubai remotely last year that had a total of about eight or 900 health professionals uh, attend, but it was all remote because of COVID. Right. Well, travel is resuming, so uh, pretty soon you can start uh, accumulating some more miles. I'm sure you'll be uh, on the road, and whenever you're in New York, you're obviously welcome because I enjoy brainstorming with you. So thanks very much for sharing your expertise with our television medicine listeners. That was Neil Levin from Protocol for Life Balance. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.